0: Nothing can stop us now. Did you miss me?
1: When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious shit.
2: Hello and welcome to episode. Are we on seven, eight? David, fin- David Fincher's seven. David Fincher's seven. Well, this is what's in the let's... box. What's in the box? But we're on Let's Slay with Swell and Jay. I'm Jay, and, and this is I
0: am Swell, both nomenclaturely and mood wise today.
2: You're doing swell. I'm That's doing swell. Awesome. I'm
0: swell. I love it. I love it. And you allow know, me to say to all of my. All of our listeners, swell-utations.
2: swellutations. Swellutations? Swellutations. Swellutations. Oh my gosh. Um, so we're getting into the holiday season, right? Yes. Yeah, and it's, it's gonna it's, be so much fun. It's
0: it's Hanukkah, it's Christmas. We got Kwanzaa coming up, all the good stuff. Oh, we've
2: got so much good stuff coming we up. Are, and we
0: are we are day away from December. Ooh.
2: Ooh, it's gonna be so good. I, I I really love the holidays and I look forward to it. That's why we wanted to have our first holiday themed episode today yeah we did talk a little
0: holiday last time
2: but this episode is all holidays yes all holidays and in typical holiday tradition we brought a special gift today a gift with our with our special guest (gasps) we have a guest we have a special guest amber's here
1: (gasps) we have a special guest oh no the the guest is me hi amber oh my gosh hi Hi,
0: amber welcome to the show
1: oh thank you so much i feel so swell (laughs) you are
0: you are the first ever guest we've had on the show you were the wow, first that's, guest
1: that's crazy that's that's wild i feel very very honored and special and many many things
0: i mean to be fair we had like eight other asses out and they all turned us down so you were like ninth option but it'll do
1: <laughs> wow still still, I, in
0: the, still in the top 10
1: top you just make me baby. feel so wanted and loved thank you so much <laughs> top 10 baby
2: let's go <laughs> so we're ah. all having We're all having jokes here, but Amber is uh, Swell's production partner and among other things. And you can uh, tell us a little bit more about yourself, Amber, and where we can find you on social media and what you get up to these days.
1: Oh, my goodness. What do I get up to these days? Uh, So I, along with uh, the magnanimous Swell, uh, run a theater production company in New York. Uh, I used to live in Orlando, so I, I know a lot about that place, maybe. Possibly. Possibly. Um, I also used to work at Disney, used to work at Universal, used to work at SeaWorld. So I have a lot of theme park knowledge. And uh, you can find me on the interwebs as Takara Kanashi. It's T-A-K-A-R-A-K-A-N-A-S-H-I. Uh, <laughs> or as Maxwell would say, Takara Kanashi on the TV. From the TV. I'm not on the TV, but I'm on the TV. On um, the
0: TV. I'm, having, so yeah, I'm uh, having some like, I don't not PTSD, but flashbacks <laughs> For those who don't know, during, like, the, like, height of quarantine and lockdown during the pandemic, Amber and I and other friends podcasted a lot. A lot. A, a lot. So to be back on a podcast with Amber and here saying, to Karkanashi from the TV, it is hey. a nostalgia bomb that I didn't see coming.
2: And now we're Doesn't here. Doesn't it
1: feel weird? I bit. know. A little bit. Started at the bottom, and now we are a uh, rung up. Now we, we didn't even it make the it bottom all and way. now, now we're here.
2: Wrong. Now we're here just having fun. And you know, today it's interesting cuz we were all getting together cuz um little known secret, we all hang out together and we do a lot <gasps> together, right? Oh gosh. Oh wow sure do. We're crazy. We're friends. We're friends that do podcasting together among other things, but one of the things that we did this past weekend was we went to Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Me for the first time. You guys for how many times have you been to this party?
0: I think this was my That's, third time going, but it had been the last time I think was well before COVID. So maybe 2018, 2019. I don't think 19. I think 2018 was the last time I had been.
1: Hmm. I, you, I, I believe that the last time I went was either 2018 or 19 as well. Um, actually, might have been even before that because uh, little known fact, if you work in a guest-facing like service role, like guest relations or anything like that, they gave you free tickets to go and enjoy the party, and so you can tell people about it. So I, the last time I went was around then, so it's probably even further back, like 2016. Wow. Um, yeah, back when they gave out hot chocolate and it burned the roof of my mouth. Oh, um no. But I had, I, I honestly, I've been to the Halloween party a bajillion times, so to go to the Christmas party and get to experience it with friends, that was a, it was a very unique and fun experience.
2: I... so I um, I had never been, as I had said, but like I had never been and this was my first time and I was so blessed to have you guys invite me out and uh, my wife and I went with you and we had an amazing time and I, I honestly, I, you know, people that listen to this podcast listen to me talk on the last episode about how much uh, trouble I had at Jollywood Nights and how I wished it would get better. By the way, if anybody's been following that story, it's been getting apparently a lot better and I'm happy for everybody that gets to go to the event. Uh, I will say that, I had a much better time at Mickey's uh, Very Merry Christmas Party. I thought the event was astounding. I, I had so much fun. It, it, it I don't know how to put my finger on it. I, I wouldn't just say it's just like the fireworks or the parade. It's kind of like an amalgamation of all of those things together. I... I I'd like to hear, starting with Maxwell, I'd like to hear like what your favorite part of the party is, because for me, I have a hard time like pinpointing like one particular thing. But if you guys start listening, then maybe I will jog my memory and maybe I'll say, oh, yeah, this one thing was my most favorite thing. So, Maxwell, I really want to hear what you like the most about the Christmas party.
0: Well, okay. So it's interesting. So just touching briefly on what you're saying with Jollywood Nights, obviously I didn't get to go, but as you talked about on our last episode and as sort of the buzz has been on social media, I think there's one variable that's immediately clear to me as sort of an outside observer. And that's the fact that just on a comparative basis, Mickey's Very Merry is just a well-oiled machine, right? They've been doing this, I believe, since the 80s, whereas this is the first year doing Jollywood Nights. So, you know, obviously there can be some questions on should the ticket prices be the same? And this, that, and the other thing. But, you know, whenever you're an early adopter to something, there's an inherent risk that there's going to be flaws. And the fact that Mickey's Very Merry was so wonderful and is such a great event is not only a testament to the things that they have available to experience, but they know what they're doing. The crowd flow, all of the activities. It's just, they, they, they know how to do it, right? So it's not, there's no learning curve. They just come back year after year and they do it
2: and they and they kind of like they kind of perfect that process over time which is it's it's great because i felt like the event was very organized as you said like they know what they're doing the the uh, magic kingdom is very large compared to hollywood studios yes and, and there's
0: there's just more functionality of crowd control oh yeah for um, sure for
1: sure and,
2: and the fact I, and that it's a friends.
0: circle with the hub you know i'm not going to sit here and, and lecture yeah. about why i think the you know magic kingdom is such a well designed park but to answer your question i'm going to sort of answer it in two ways Sure. Um, My favorite thing overall is the ambiance and that might be a cop out, but I think they do such a good job in every element of really, really making it feel like you're at a holiday party, right? It's not just like, okay, the fireworks go off and then the parade and then there's a show and this, that, and the other thing. It's like, wherever you are in the park, it feels like you're at a holiday party with the music, with the lighting, with the costumes that the cast members are wearing. There's just this warm, holiday feel that i think is really successful but if gun had, i'm forced to pick one single thing that was my favorite and i've thought a lot about this it is the holiday overlay of space mountain this was the first time i'd ever experienced it and it is probably my favorite ride ever on at least florida space mountain um they have green and uh red christmas lights flashing all throughout they're playing rock and roll Christmas music that's really intense, but it was also scary because it is the brightest I've ever seen it in Space Mountain (laughs) while riding on it. I would argue it's probably the closest you can get to riding Space Mountain with the lights on. And if you've ever seen it with the lights on, like when the ride is stopped, the track is old and it's compact. They fit a lot of track in a relatively small space. And the old joke like that, if you keep your hands up, it's going to hit a beam or like you get decapitated is not actually true but with the lights on it just enhances that fear level you're like oh i'm gonna turn this corner and my head is definitely gonna fall off as it hits that beam
2: (laughs) i I actually i actually uh i felt more at ease when we wrote it i really Really? love that that aspect too. i felt more at ease of like being able to see where i'm going i feel more of that aspect on the regular ride when you're in the dark and i and, and i can't see anything and it's like the fear of the unknown of like i'm gonna lose a hand or my head or what whatever i i actually when i could see where i was going i was for some reason i like the ride even more you know i don't i don't know i liked it i liked it even more i love the christmas music i love that that That. but continue continue
0: no no i i think it i think it's fair like the fear of the dark and not knowing where you're going makes perfect sense but for me i like being in the dark in that ride because you know whatever happens happens i can't see it but seeing the track seeing where the turns are seeing how compact it all is it was scary but i think. You know, I've been on other overlays on Space Mountain before. You know, they've done Star Wars. They've done the Halloween one. I think this is probably my favorite overlay. And it made a ride that's a classic just feel fresh and fun and seasonal. And I think they really knocked it out of the park. And I like that they continue to do these sort of things with a ride that has been there a very long time. And it still has the ability to surprise.
2: I I honestly was watching you like you were right in front of me on the ride. Yeah, yeah. And this is... This is, you know, we all know, anybody that's listening right now that's Road, Space, Mountain at Walt Disney World at Magic Kingdom knows it's not exactly the smoothest ride. It's no. Very, nope. It's very old. It's very old. <laughs> well, and, you know
0: this was also the first thrill ride, roller coaster, whatever you want to call it, I've been on since I broke my elbow. Yes. Right. And that's what I, 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 that's I, what what I was getting a, at. A yeah. couple rides, but this was the first one where really I was like,
2: oh, am I going to be okay? And I was obviously, but go ahead. I was watching you the entire time. I want to say that I was keeping an eye on the ambiance of like the ride itself, but I was also watching you like just jostle around in front of me and like wondering like at any minute your arm was going to go flailing off to the side, and I'm like, and I was going to be like, oh, we're back at square one. Here we go. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta record episode like whatever three of this podcast again or two, you know? <laughs> like, I, I, I will say my my
0: elbow was fine. It, it survived. I got jostled, but it was fine. But it is not on a good day. I don't care how old you are, I don't care what size you are, unless you're a child, for the most part, on a good day getting out of the Space Mountain vehicle <laughs> at the Magic Kingdom is a challenge. It's uh-huh. not e- It's not easy, especially when you're chubby and tall. But... I still cannot bear full weight on on the arm. Like I have flexibility now, I can carry things, but I can't like use it to like push down and help lift myself up. So I basically had to finagle my way out of this Space Mountain vehicle using one arm. It took me quite a while and I definitely pulled my shoulder muscle while doing it.
2: I think that um there's no way for anyone, injury or not, that's a grown adult yeah. to get out of the space mountain vehicle with any Gracefully. degree of grace. I don't I don't think I look like I'm I look like I'm just falling out of bed. I look like I look like I'm just like I had a bad dream and I fell out of bed and I'm just trying to get out of the ride and I'm watching I was reason. gonna say
1: are you one of those one of those inflatable waving arm men as yes. you get out? Because that's yes. me a hundred percent every time a hundred
2: percent and the small children or the small children are just hopping out of there they're just leaping out of there they look like nfl athletes on like the you know like the like the like, like the like the like, the, like, the, like, the, like the, the plyometric boxes you know that they jump you know in, in training and <laughs> yes. they just, they just oh, jump out you honestly know? i i would
0: have i would have advocated that we ride it a second time because it was so fun but i did not want to have to deal with getting out of the vehicle again <laughs>
2: that's so that's so real that's getting in, get
0: in, getting in was pretty easy you like sit down and you put down the lap bar and you go but then getting out you're like Ah oh, shit, it's like you're getting like,
2: it's like getting birthed again. You're getting you're getting out, and you're like, you're getting out, and you're yelling at everybody around you. Nobody look at me.
0: Yeah, pretty much. I I'm was not like doing this. <laughs> I was
2: like, cover your eyes. Your and,
1: eyes! Then, and then those children you speak of, you're like, stop showing off. Mm-hmm. Why are you showing off? Yeah, yeah you're just like, like stop. Jumps
0: off. out of the vehicle. I'm like, well, <laughs> one day you'll be old too and you, you won't be you, able to get youth, out. youth is wasted on the young. Yeah, Enjoy exactly.
1: it for now.
2: Exactly. I, I, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna uh, start the world's first r- workout routine where I'm gonna get one of those. I'm gonna figure out a way to construct one of the uh, space mountain cars, and I'm gonna base th- a workout around it. It's gonna be like DDP yoga, but just the space mountain car. I, I think but,
0: actually, I think John Stamos wow.
2: owns one at his house, so you can maybe see if he'll sell it to you. That's why he's in such good shape at his. Yeah, age. he
0: just gets in and out of the car in his backyard. <laughs> jumps in, jumps out, jumps. What's in your to- What's your workout routine, Mr. Stamos? Well, are am familiar with space mountain. <laughs>
2: one day he does legs by by getting out by getting out feet first and
0: then he does arms by
2: getting using his
0: arms to propel himself (laughs) out from the vehicle Phenomenal! i love
1: it
2: i love it i love it so space mountain was your favorite part of the event as far as the ambiance goes
0: yeah i think if i had to pick one thing that really like impressed and surprised me and i had such a good time with
2: was the holiday space mountain i love that i love that i love that so amber what's what's yours
1: So, let me preface this by saying, one, I agree with the hub-and-spoke model being the best optimal uh, way to get through a park. Two, I also agree that Hollywood Studios is the worst park for any sort of special event most of the time. Right. Um, However, uh, my favorite part of the Christmas party, I would say, um, I really, really loved Space Mountain. That overlay was great, and I'm going to give it all the credence that I can because – you're correct writing that in those lights with that crazy music like they played wizards in winter like it's like this is amazing what's so happening so i good. was like ah um i was i was all up in my feels for that one and i was in the front and all i could hear was victoria and i screaming at the top of our lungs <laughs> and she yelled you're gonna lose that <laughs> i'm like this is amazing this is the best thing i've ever heard but my favorite part was probably the stage show when Clarabelle cow came out and sang that phenomenal rendition of all i want for christmas Is you
2: oh my gosh she was serving
1: some looks like oh my gosh and they spun her around in this this like sleigh that she was in she literally was slaying like slaying (laughs) i'm like ma'am please cut it out you are not allowed to slay this hard in this park like you're gonna burn it down (laughs) it was absolutely fabulous honestly like the whole party was vibes it it felt it felt like that holiday party you go to with your friends who are way too obsessed with disney Mm -hmm. and (laughs) like lights and food and fun have like the vibes were immaculate There was no stupid. I didn't feel like I was, like, beating people out of the way to go do things. I didn't feel, I didn't, normally I I get very overwhelmed being at the Magic Kingdom. I, I, it's too much sensory overload. It it makes me, it it gives me, like, panic attacks. And this did not. This was a redemptive visit to the Magic Kingdom. And- Hmm. Yeah, it was so fun to spend it with people that I actually really love spending time with. Um, and I think that's the vibe. I love
0: oh, that. I, I want to agree with that point. I was thinking about it, and I am at the point now where, unfortunately, and not this is not necessarily indicative of what the park has to offer, but what the vibes usually are, Magic Kingdom is is one of my le- least favorite places to go on Disney because it's normally so busy, so hot, so many crowds. It, it usually has more kids than any of the other parks because it has the most rides for kids. This was probably my favorite magic kingdom experience. I've had in years. I agree. I mean, I mean, we did Amber, and I did go to the Halloween party in August, which we talked about here on the show a little bit, had a great time. I had an even better time. This, the crowds were, it never felt crowded. It never felt overwhelming. Um, and so that in and of itself, even though we didn't do tons of rides, just being able to be there and enjoy the park and not feel like on the verge of a panic attack because of how busy it is was amazing. But Claire Belkow.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> Our queen. I love the stage show. I thought it was great. It had everything <laughs> you could want. It was a long show. It had, you know, all sorts of different types of music. There was like a, a country themed honky tonk number. There was like jazz. There was...
1: There was cell phonography. There was self,
0: There was a number about, like, yeah, social media and text messaging with phonography. But this cow, this bitch, comes out on her sleigh. <laughs> and, like, it was so good. She should have and could have won the next season of RuPaul's Drag Race. Th- there was a moment where, like, ensemble dancers are helping the sleigh spin in a circle. And the way the person in the spoiler alert kids, that Clarabelle is not actually a cow, there is a performer in there, turns (laughs) their head alongside the way that the sleigh is being moved I haven't laughed that hard and had so much joy in so long. It was so perfect. And hearing that song sung in the Clarabelle voice, it's like, I want, it's so funny. It was so, so, good. so
2: great. It was so I, good.
0: I, I got a video of that moment. And actually I'm going to take this, this opportunity to edit in a little clip right here, audio clip of Clarabelle singing the song. So enjoy the clip.
2: I just want you for my own.
0: That was a clip of Clarabelle Cow singing "All I Want for Christmas Is You," and darn, it was just an overjoyous
2: occasion. Amazing,
1: Magnanimous.
2: And you also, and see, my my favorite part of the of the party is you guys have kind of touched on my two points, right? You've kind of touched on uh, the Space Mountain overlay. You had built it up like before we went. You were like, "I'm ready for the Space Mountain overlay," and I was like, "Man, I hope this delivers," because i i i had it so built up in my mind, and it definitely did deliver. It was incredible. I always love Space Mountain. Mm-hmm and the the music it was tremendous and i like being able to see where i was going but that stage show that stage show was so good and the one thing we haven't mentioned out of that is and it was the probably the moment of the night it wasn't the fireworks which, which normally get me kind of emotionally caught up or or whatever um it was it was the moment that we got the uh, muppet christmas carol song in the stage I- show
1: you, oh my gosh! Okay, oh my God. I can concur. You were singing at the top of your lungs, and it made me so happy. I was like, "Yes!"
2: It feels like so Christmas, good. man. Such a good song. That it's is such a catchy number. That is my favorite Christmas movie. Period. Oh, oh, it's one of my it's it's one of my favorite movies. Um, just in general, um, it's one of my favorite Christmas movies. Ah, uh, we'll probably have another episode on favorite Christmas movies pretty yes. soon. You know, and uh, spoiler alert: mine is not Muppet Christmas Carol, but I do. It's very high on my list.
0: But I think no. you and I had a moment when they started seeing that song where we looked at each other
2: like, are they doing this? We're They're like, doing oh this. Gosh. Let's Let's, go. Just sing. <laughs> Let's just sing as loud as we can. I was I was transported back to a time when I was younger and I was just singing at the top of my lungs. And I just, I love when they incorporate stuff like that. That is so beloved. And it, it kind of took me by surprise. Like, I was like, I can't believe they put this song in the show. It's it's such a good song. And It it just felt really, really good to sing it at the top of your lungs. And I guess that's, I guess that's the point of like a holiday party like that is like to just make make you feel good. And like actually like kind of like drop your guard and like just kind of just, you know, belt out songs or or whatever. It was it was the moment for me that I was like, man, this party is really good. And I agree with you. I don't think it ever felt very crowded. I didn't feel I didn't ever feel put upon in like a line for like cookies or food or I never felt like rushed anywhere. Yeah, so it was. It, we even had a good experience at the uh, Monsters Inc. the uh, the laugh floor. Oh my God, you know?
0: that I I hadn't been. I I I think the Monsters Inc. laugh floor is actually a pretty enjoyable attraction. I think it it, it gets a bad rap, but as a people eater and as a way to laugh and and interact, um, it's pretty good. When it we was heard, great when we heard there was a holiday overlay for it. We were like, it's going to be the same show, and like maybe Mike Wazowski will be in the Santa hat.
2: No, nope. There, it, there were it, there were holiday jokes.
0: It was an entirely new show with all new holiday-themed animation, holiday jokes. It was a blast.
2: Oh, it was so good. I we, I, we I were laughing heartily. I left there feeling uh, yeah. really good, you know? The, like, the, the interesting
0: thing is, and I'm, I'm sort of just piecing this together in my mind now, is I don't think it's any secret, Jay, that when we go to these theme parks and we go to these events, there's usually some level of uh, alcohol involved, right? We, we love cocktails, um you know we always post those photos we talk we we talk about them on this podcast yeah we do we do talk Mm -hmm. about them on this podcast and obviously the magic kingdom other than the table service restaurants which is a a newer change does not serve alcohol I felt just high on the vibes of the party the whole night that who who cares it was just which is not to say that I or anyone else needs alcohol to have a good time at theme parks and this is proof of that. It's like you can go the vibes are on point, you're having a great time and you just get
2: high on on the experience. I I literally just enjoyed like I said the company and we drank like water and soda and other, you know, other special desserts and things like that which I do want to talk about. Yeah, let's talk um, about the food. Yeah, let's literally oh talk gosh. about the food. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. Um the the lump of coal uh, milkshake I had, the cookies and cream milkshake with the donut hole on the top was tremendous it uh, made me feel like I was walking with an extra five pounds on me for the rest of the night but it (laughs) felt it was anti-gravities if you're going to the party this this uh, December it's the lump of coal milkshake it's I mean it's a cookies and cream milkshake with a donut hole on the top but I just I don't know it just it was the vibe for me I really enjoyed that and I know I didn't have many savory treats at Mm. at the party but you guys did and I want to hear about those
0: yeah, so uh, we went we had dinner, I guess, at Cosmic Rays. Um, can we talk
1: about how we found seating at Cosmic Rays? Oh, yeah, party. we, we oh, parties
0: we found seating at Cosmic Rays while there was a Disney Junior <laughs> dance party going on with Doc McStuffins and other characters I didn't recognize because Vampirina.
1: I'm...
0: Sure, Vampirina. I'm almost 40. I don't know who that is.
1: Uh... <laughs> proud in your information, sir
0: uh i feel older every day um which is <laughs> how time works <laughs> um
1: you make but... fun of me for being old but i knew who vampirina was and good. i'm three years older than you
0: good for you um, <laughs> so i had the holiday turkey burger which i thought was awesome so it's a you know turkey burger patty um regular bun but it had stuffing and cranberry sauce on the burger. And I love like any place this time of year that has a holiday sandwich, whether it be Earl of sandwich or even Wawa, honestly, um, I love it. It's like you go back to friends, the moist maker, taking all those Thanksgiving leftovers, putting into a sandwich. Great idea. So whoever came up with the idea to do it as a Turkey burger was so smart and it was delicious. I love Turkey burgers. It was they can be dry sometimes. This one was not. It was juicy. It was well-seasoned. And then you had the stuffing on top and the cranberry sauce. It was just a delicious, delicious burger.
2: I loved it. And Amber, you had a special sandwich as well, didn't you? Uh, I had,
1: yes, I had the holiday pot roast sandwich, um, which was, it was very good. Um, I felt that it needed, i it needed a little bit more moisture on it. So I ended up like spoon and barbecue sauce on it because that's i'm a heathen um but honestly it was a very very good sandwich it had a lot of flavor it was very tasty so i just use my my sauce as like an extra
2: you guys you guys both look like you really enjoyed those sandwiches and i and i was like they look they look they both look tremendous and i and i uh i was i was actually shocked because normally I'll be honest with you. Most of the food at Cosmic Rays on a regular day is just—I mean, it's good. It's serviceable, but it's kind of ho hum. You know, it's eh, yeah, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. You know, but like that was actually like they went they went above and beyond for those those two sandwiches, and I I was really impressed. I was very very much impressed. Um,
0: and I believe also at Cosmic Rays, uh, Vic had like it was like a holiday roll cake.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, Um, yeah.
0: Which I didn't try, but just aesthetically looked beautiful. It was like super Christmassy. It had great colors. And and, yeah, it seems like they did a great job with the food all around. Like even honestly, the, you know, like at the Halloween party, you go trick or treating at the Christmas party. There's various locations where you can get, I'm going to say free, even though it's not really free, because the cost of the ticket is not inexpensive, but Uh, Apple cider and cookies, and they were good too. The cider was good. The cookies were individually packaged, um, sort of like sugar cookies with with holiday frosting on top. Delicious.
2: Yeah, unbelievable. Unbelievable food options. Cookies were good. Hot chocolate I had was good. Milkshake was good. Sandwiches were good. Just an all-around stellar event. I, I yeah,
0: and I, and the fireworks were great too. I think fireworks were great. Yeah. You know, um, the fireworks and the parade were both. Act- we had we had an amazing spot for the parade. We were standing uh, basically as deep in the hub as you can, right across from right the in ca- front of the castle. Right in yeah. front of the castle, we got a great spot because we saw the eleven p.m. parade, and I think a lot of the uh, families and younger kids had left by that point, um, especially if. You know, people had been at the Magic Kingdom much earlier in the day and were still there for the party. we didn't We didn't show up till like six o'clock, which was perfect exactly. Um, we had an amazing spot for the parade. and it is a great parade. It has so many great characters, great floats, great music. um and the holiday vibes are on point
2: it was but, it was way, it was a great way to get in the holiday spirit as yeah. As well. yeah. my
0: other favorite moment, and I think this is unless either of you have something else you want to discuss no. about the party, no, for, no perfect way to end our talk about the party is at the end of the night they make it snow on main street
1: yep and
0: it is so magical i mean it's soap it's snope as they call it um but it just looks gorgeous i got great photos of the castle and the amazing centerpiece tree they have right uh, next to the train station at the entrance uh by main street usa it just it, it, m- utterly magical. You have music playing, you know, Main Street's all lit up. I love, love, love Main Street at night oh. on a good day, but so magical.
1: Yeah. Oh I just remember I just remembered a highlight that I had that mm. we didn't even talk about. The oh, Jingle wow. cruise. Oh, don't yeah, cruise. Give yeah. enough credit to the Jingle Cruise. Oh, and man. like it's just so like it's so fun. The jungle cruise is great on any day. Um you you obviously want to have a great skip. Um, but our skip was absolutely phenomenal. She was hilarious. And the jokes was, were really was, good. Was her name Me- Megan? No. I was like, I think it was like Maggie or something like that. She
0: she was I, it, there, hilarious. There, there are three types of skippers from my opinion and, and, and experience. There are the ones who are like delightfully over the top. Mm-hmm. There are the ones who sleepwalk through it and clearly don't like their job anymore. And they're the ones who have cultivated this brilliant, dry deadpan. And that's what our skipper was. And that's my favorite kind of skipper, because that makes me laugh more than anything else. Yes. Oh, yes. Uh, she, they, I don't want to assume pronouns, was so funny. And and I love, I always love Jingle Cruise, the way they decorate it and the way they shift the jokes. So fun. I love
2: Absolutely. any joke. I love any joke. Uh, there were a couple of jokes that I love. Any jokes that are a continuous callback to a previous joke in earlier in the cruise, yes. So that's always a hit to me. I always like referencing it back, and and it's it that's it's the best, the absolute the, best.
1: And she hit on there was one that she did, like it was one forgetting joke and did it twice more, and I was just like, yes, yes. perfect. I yes. love a good callback, and I love the the paradox paradox joke. That's my favorite, and she hit it like immediately as soon as we got back and I was like, yep, you win. Perfect. So Perfect. Jingle cruise skipper. I,
2: I, uh, appreci- I appreciate you remembering that. I, I, it would have, it would have, it would have broken my heart to go without talking about it when we realized that, you know, we had such a good time on it. And that's, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely a highlight for me as well. And I think it's a good, it's a good group event where you're just enjoying that with yeah. in close proximity to other people. There were, there's so many times at Disney where you're like in close proximity to a lot of other human beings. It's just inevitable. And Quite frankly you're annoyed. It's either the summer, it's really hot, somebody's I don't know coughing in your face without covering their mouth, you know, things like that. I I didn't pe- pe- People need to wear more deodorant? I, yes, I didn't feel that yeah. on this night at all. Um, it was it was nice.
0: It was it was perfect like and and maybe you know you might be listening to this and be like oh they've snorted the pixie dust how much did disney pay well we have been negative we have we're you know we like to foster positive vibes but we will criticize things when necessary and i personally just didn't find really anything to criticize about this event
2: i agree just stellar from from beginning to end and you know normally normally we would talk about our main subject and we usually wrap up this podcast but we wanted to talk about something else we did while you yeah. Here. Something something a little else. We we always like to give you like food and drink reviews or just sometimes drink reviews because we do that a lot. But <laughs> w- while you while you guys were here and we all got together, we went to dinner someplace that most of us most of us well in our party three or three out of four of us had yeah. never been. Three out of four yeah. of us had never been. Uh, we went to Toledo, the mm-hmm. the steakhouse and tapas at uh Coronado. Yeah. And um, yeah. If if you're
0: an, uh, a fan, a listener of this podcast, you know how we feel about Toledo's sister operation, the Dahlia Lounge. You can get the same cocktails at, at Toledo that you can get at Dahlia Lounge. So, of course, had to get a tequila daisy, which is a top-notch cocktail. Uh, honestly, I think it's become one of my favorite cocktails on all of Walt Disney World property.
2: But I love- I love I love the tequila daisy. I I've, I've yeah. consistently loved the tequila daisy for a long time. It's the perfect mix of it's a little sweet, but it's not too sweet and tequila. And normally tequila I'm kind of iffy on, but it's it's just I don't know, it's just the per- it's almost like the perfect drink.
0: It's not it's not too strong. You don't get that like tequila headache you can sometimes get. It's a delightful drink. But Correct. I I think I would argue now that Coronado Springs now has two of the most unsung and delicious restaurants on Disney
2: property. Uh between Toledo and three bridges. Three bridges. We could talk about three bridges all day. That's a whole other episode. Whole other episode, but
0: (laughs) uh Toledo, I think, was great. Uh the ambiance is lovely. Service was great. We we had an issue with um we asked to move tables because of a very coffee family that didn't cover their mouth at all.
2: (laughs) They were very sick.
0: Very sick. I didn't want to get sick. Yeah, um, no. and and they very happily moved us over. Our, our our waitress Bethany was terrific. Shout out to Bethany. If by any chance you listen to Let's Slay with Swell and Jay, we love you.
2: You're an hey. incredible, credible server. Bethany. But, damn, the food was good. It's really, was really good. good. The, the food was good, and I didn't know what to expect. And uh, my wife and I sp- split the ribeye, the ribeye for two or, and it that was good. Woo, it was so good. It was. And then we got the two sides and I got the rice, which is kind of in a tomato sauce. And mm-hmm. that was tremendous. And then you guys, you guys had the salad. I, I remember you guys having the salad.
0: Yeah, I, I had yeah. The, um, the romaine salad, which is like their, their riff on a Caesar salad. I, I love a good Caesar. This was was excellent. It, w- it, was, it had a good kick to it. It had, as opposed to like a traditional Caesar dressing, it was like more lemony forward. Um, and it had a poached egg on it. Delicious salad. Good way to start. Especially I find, personally, if you're going to have a piece of meat for your entree, always nice to start off with something a little lighter. You know, you don't want to go too heavy. So of I course. like that they have those options. Of course. Um, and then I had the marinated hanger steak, which had some potatoes and salsa verde and greens, and it was delicious. Oh, and the um, the
2: the the plate presentation, you know? Yeah,
0: beautiful presentation. The steak was cooked perfectly, really juicy. The the salsa verde on top added really nice flavors to it because you know it it is sort of Spanish inspired, tapas inspired, so bringing those flavors in to all of the different dishes they have even the steak dishes it just makes it unique because you know Disney World has a couple of really good steakhouses Yachtsman is great um Steakhouse 71 is solid um but to have this steakhouse uh that it brings in these other flavor profiles and is not just the American style steakhouse I think makes it really
2: unique uh it was great I um, I, I loved it and what did you what did you have again Amber I, 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 don't I had the
1: soleil mignon and it was on mm. a it with uh forest mushrooms and on a bed of the olive oil palm puree
2: oh nice and
1: it was really good um i so i i happened to be tied into the resort team when i worked at disney so -hmm. when they were building and conceiving the tower and the new restaurants and everything i got to go do previews of all of it so i got to stay in the building i got to eat i got to drink it was a ton of fun Mm. as Like, so, so I had been to Toledo before, but I had been for the preview where I didn't get to pick what I, what I had. They just said, okay, here are your tickets and you get to, you get to have X, Y, Z. So I had a good time then, but I think, um, and this is something that I absolutely love. I love seeing the evolution of a location, how, like how it's meant to run versus how it runs during previews during the beginning, um, and how it evolves that operation and, honestly, Toledo has only gotten better. And the the food is out, like out of this world. The the steak was so smooth and buttery. And that's what you look for in a great filet mignon. But the whole plate was perfectly complemented. Like it was a perfect bite. And I look for those perfect bites when I go to eat at these places because, you know, like we eat at a lot of really, really nice restaurants here in New York. And I got that kind of taste from eating at Disney. So eating this perfect bite at Disney is like, yes, this is what I want. This is perfect. And the drinks are great, too. Like, there was nothing wrong. It was a perfect dinner.
2: Perfect dinner. Perfect dinner. Yes. Other
0: thing I want to say, um, they have, we did not try this, but it's something I would like to go back and try. They do a chef's signature dinner for two um which they they bring you like a a variety of tapas they do the ribeye for two that you and your wife got um they give you the charcuterie and cheeses and then a tapas bar dessert for 155 dollars which if you want to splurge but still go and get like a taste of everything toledo has to offer it seems like a really good way to experience the restaurant if if you're up for a night out like that
2: i i wholeheartedly agree i um i I just love the entire meal. I love that it's on the top floor. I love that the views are 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 great. i um mm-hmm. i just i just I just love everything about that restaurant. I love dahlia i I just love Coronado in general. You know, it's I,
1: honestly, I, I told you the preview was phenomenal, but what it was prior to the tower and what it is now is a completely different game they have done such a fantastic job with revitalizing this resort and making it into a place for for people to go to like i will take many local violations for this place (laughs) like as many as i can take
2: (laughs) i honestly i honestly will keep going back to coronado i always recommend coronado to people i'm i'm very happy every time i'm there especially with you guys it always seems to coincide with you guys so I really, we
1: just have really
2: good taste. We just, yeah, exactly. We just have really good nights there. We even closed it out with some espresso martinis. You know? Oh yeah, we did. We
0: we skewed dessert in favor of espresso martinis.
1: Three being yeah. gang, baby. Um, yeah.
0: the the other thing about this restaurant, and it tied it in perfectly with the holiday party and the holiday weekend vibes, is this was not just for now, but the the restaurant and a lot of Coronado now, the tower especially has red and green lighting. Um, oh yes and and so it was really beautiful and sort of felt like we were like having dinner in a christmas uh ornament almost
2: i think that we were it felt like a kaleidoscope of christmas colors basically you know in a way and i again top to bottom great service i will definitely be going back there again i'm gonna have trouble like kind of like deciding between there and three bridges three bridges is great too like i said we could have a whole episode about three bridges and we just might then we just might. But that was pretty much our episode this week. We yeah. kind of wrapped up. And and by the way, if you if you want to listen to our previous episodes, because like we said, this is episode seven. You can find us on most social media platforms at let's slay pod, uh, on Instagram and, and Twitter. I refuse to call it the other thing. <laughs> or you can find you can find us sharing this stuff on our private accounts. I mean, our our incredibly public accounts i should say um swell <laughs> swell where can we find you uh
0: you can find me on twitter at maxwell. instagram is cinemaxwell inc and as jay was saying the podcast is available spotify apple music podbean you can also just get our rss feed and, and shove it into whatever podcast app you like to use and as i always say uh subscribe give us reviews, give us ratings. The The more ratings and subscribers we have, the more we can build this up um, and uh, keep doing the show that we're just having a great time doing.
2: Absolutely. So I think that we are ready for the holiday season.
0: Yeah. In fact, you yeah. alluded to this earlier. I think our next episode, let's, let's talk about our favorite holiday
2: movies. Let's let's do that. I think we should. I, I think, think we that we'll, we'll come back and we'll talk about holiday movies and and kind of wrap about the ones that we really love and maybe a couple that we really, really dislike that maybe everybody else loves.
0: Yeah. I don't that's... always love to go negative, but there's a couple of Christmas movies that are popular that I just don't understand.
2: I don't understand the, the, the thought behind them. So that's just a little preview of our next episode. <laughs> and uh, we really appreciate Amber being here this week. Yes, thank, thank you, you so much for
1: having me. It was our, a lot our, of
2: fun. Our first ever
0: guest. You're a <laughs> wonder, wonderful guest. You have an open invitation to return on the show in the future, of course.
2: Please.
1: Going to remember that and quote you on it. Please. please just burst
2: please in do. with your microphone. Like I have some, I have some comments. It'll be fine. You know. It, I have a lot <laughs> to say. I have a lot <laughs> So yeah, that's it for us this week. So thank you for listening. This is Let's Slay with Swell and Jay. I am obviously Jay. I'm Swell. And, and Let's you're Amber. She's Let's, Amber. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> and, and, and we're going to stumble out of this thing by saying it together. Let's play!
0: Jingle bells, jingle swells, lady. Oh, the boy. Goodbye, bro. <laughs> Nothing can stop us now. Did you miss me?
1: If baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious shit.